pagan the bum that old phrase oh yeah okay ready yeah man right <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Umcast. My name is Dom. That's one half of the Umcast. I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Say hello, Tom. I'm, I'm doing Nicolas Cage from the film. Oh, I see. You're one of those yeah. types. Like, don't like to look. Don't like to look at the past. Like to just move straight ahead. I, yep. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, yep. Hello. Uh, yeah. Uh, did a. Did a funny bit there where I pretended to be the man from the film we're going to yeah. talk about. Yeah, see, no one knows that though, the day. So, and it doesn't really work on on audio because when someone just stares and doesn't say anything, it's quite effective. But when you can't see him and you can't hear him, listen, my just... staring was really good. <laughs> anyway, tonight we're talking about Willy's Wonderland, a new horror yes. comedy starring Nicolas Cage and available to rent on Amazon Prime, Google Play, and Apple Movies amongst other digital platforms. You can basically rent this anywhere um, yeah. for, you know, a, a reasonable cost of the cost of a movie ticket. Essentially, you can rent it for a 48 hour period um, across your digital movie. Um, platform of choice. Platform of choice. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Where 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 do we start? I mean, Jesus Christ, Ooh. this is crazy. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, for anyone who's familiar with the video game Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yeah, you will appreciate this. Yeah, it is the um, it is one of those sort of Chuck E. Cheese esque restaurants in America, where it's a place where you go for kids' birthday parties, but oh no, all the the animatronics there that are all anthropomorphized animals turns out they're sentient and murdery. Yeah, and chaos ensues. That's kind of the premise. Yeah. It's a quick, it's like a, a ninety-minute um, like a horror action film starring yeah. Nicolas Cage. Um, the idea is, uh, you know, there is this haunted or possessed um restaurant with all these characters called willie's wonderland willie is the the giant weasel who's like the leader of these yeah um, these things um and nick cage comes to town one day and after an unfortunate set of circumstances has to spend the night at willie's and clean the place up <laughs> as a way of paying his uh bill for his car to be repaired and chaos ensues and that's yeah. basically premise really that's it um, there's That's also it. another plot where there's the kids of the town, like the teenagers, sort of yeah, banding together to try and take the place down. And they are a stereo- yeah, they're a stereotypical group of teenage kids. There is think of every single stereotype you've ever thought of. Um, just the, the cast of um of Cabin in the Woods, and you've got every single version of yeah. them. Um and rightfully so, because that's exactly what this film is. It's a B movie, it knows it's a B movie. It's, but it's yeah. yeah, it exists in that mockbuster territory, doesn't it? Because Five Nights at Freddy's is going to be a is going to be a feature film. Yeah, true. So is it a mockbuster if it comes out before? 
I don't know because I feel like it's kind of it's his own thing in terms of I do I don't know Five Nights at Freddy's that well, so I'll be perfectly honest. I'm aware of what the yeah. concept is. So essentially, um, uh, it's it's a so it's a video game, but you play the security guard. Yeah, and you monitor the restaurant via security cameras. But as you proceed through the night, you've got to survive. I think it's twelve hours. As you proceed through. Um, you've got to monitor the animatronics because they start coming after you. So you need to keep them on camera as much as you can. But because there's a number of them, if you chain, turn the camera away for too long, they're going to move. So you need to observe them for as long as you can um, in the game. And the, and the story is essentially, yeah, they are uh, haunted animatronics. Yeah. And what they want is, is because they feel empty, because they used to have, they used to be suits before they were replaced with animatronics. They need a, a human inside them to feel whole. So what they do is they stuff the corpses of the people that they find inside their animatronic bodies and grind them up, basically. Um, okay. That's where all these people disappear. And then they're like, oh, well, that didn't work. Huh? Here comes another security guard for the night sort of thing. So they're just being fed to these um yeah, these spirits that exist within these. But then they do a kind of similar thing. Yeah, like, it's not so it's not exactly the same. It's the same basic principle of, yeah, the animatronics at a kid's restaurant come to life, but the way that the mechanism by which they do it and the reasons for doing it are different in this. Um, so yeah. I feel like it's probably different enough. Um, but I think, yeah, what, what takes it from being a mockbuster to something that even pops up on people's radar is the fact that it is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's like, if it wasn't for the fact that Nicolas Cage was in there, yeah. we probably never would have heard of it. We might have done, actually. You and I might have done, but a lot of other yeah. yeah, um, it may well have, I think it would have just gone below our radar if it wasn't for the Nick Cage index. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where does this rank on the, on the craziness of Nick Cage? Um, and and the other thing that I think to say about it is just the style is brilliant and the way I do I really appreciate it. it's really like over um saturated and like it feels a little bit sort of um uh Edgar Wright-ish like the way they do all the yeah. cuts and the, and they and the way they like over stylize every single shot um and it but like it exactly does you know this is exactly the fodder where you would do that it suits the subject matter of the film perfectly yeah um and I think, yeah, it all does a really good job. Like the soundtrack, it is great. like a cult. Yeah, uh, it knows that that's exactly what its place is, and it goes for that in in every single aspect. Whether it's the style of the, the way it's filmed, whether it's the fact that it's got Nicolas Cage in it, the way they do the music, and they have like their own like you know theme songs and all the rest of it that they wrote especially for it. Yeah, everything about it is designed to be a cult film, and yeah, they've achieved it because it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like, it's it's not good, but it's <laughs> oh, no. great. Oh no! But like again, it's not trying to be. It knows it's not good. You know, yeah. Everything about it from the beginning. It's not like it's trying to plumb the depths of the human experience or anything. Do you know what I mean? It's, no, exactly. It's a, it's a film in which Nicolas Cage turns up and beats the shit into a load of animatronic animals. At no point does he question any of it. No, either. No. Well, that's, well, I think that's the other thing to say. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but we got to mention the fact that. Nick Cage doesn't speak. 
<laughs> that's not a spoiler. I don't think that's a spoiler. Well, I was waiting. I was like, is he going to have one big badass line at the end of the movie? I'm like, no, he literally never says a word. He shouts and raves. And when he's, when, you know, when he's fighting these things, he makes the typical Nick the guttural noise. rage sounds. Yeah, which is, you, yeah, as you come to expect, but he never actually says anything. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's just like, all he does is just, he goes on his breaks. He drinks his um, punch. Um, yeah. <laughs> and energy drink. And when he needs to, he goes, even if he's mid fight with one of these things, he'll stop because he has to go for a break. <laughs> yeah. Because the guy said yeah. to him at the beginning of the day, don't forget to take your breaks. It's very important. And it's almost yeah. like he's like some sort of simple man. And he just like, he gets given an instruction, has to follow it because otherwise, I don't know what he thinks is going to happen. But like, he just follows the rules. He follows the you rules. Know, he got told to do something and he will do it no matter what. And yeah. Like, well, this way I get my car back and I can leave. So, yeah, basically it starts off with a um so he's just driving like a madman yeah through the countryside and then all of a sudden he gets he runs over um uh, a police stinger so the, the the spike strips that are yeah. thrown in the roads to stop like speeding cars or stolen vehicles and stuff and then uh fairly serendipitously uh, a breakdown truck pulls up and is like, oh yeah, recently the the, the, the neighborhood like tearaways stole it out the back of the sheriff's van. Well, not to worry, I'll take you back to my shop and we'll get you fixed up, sort of thing. Yeah. And then uh yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh well we haven't got any internet. And so you can't oh, use yeah. an ATM. Uh, oh yeah, that'll be that'll be about a thousand dollars. Oh you don't have the cash? Oh that's a shame. <laughs> Oh boy, howdy! That's difficult, and it's like, you know, it's like one thing after another. And you're you're immediately sus, and like Nick Cage is sus, but he never says anything. He just looks, no. he just looks at people sternly. Um, yeah, he and, just goes with it. Yeah, and then it just like keeps going and going and getting more silly and ridiculous to the point where he finds himself in this <laughs> in this broken down restaurant, and the guy's <laughs> giving him like, don't forget you, uh, <laughs> Willie's Wonderland T-shirt. You're officially on staff, and then he, they leave him alone for the night and say, "You just got to spend the night here, clean it up, and then the car will be ready for you in the morning." <laughs> and yeah, and, and then, then it, that then it happens. Yeah, there, well, it's, it's it starts off a little bit slowly to begin with. Beginning with uh, to start with, it's just like something moving in the background, and he's a little bit sus, and then it just goes. All right, we're going all in now, and the ostrich attacks. Yeah, and it like, introduces it fairly. Fairly quickly, yeah. He's like, I'm going to eat your soul. It, <laughs> oh, he says, he's, uh, "He says I'm going to feast on your face." And you're like, "The fuck?" And you're like, "Oh <laughs> shit, okay." And then he has a fight scene with the animatronic ostrich, and you go, "Right, I know exactly what this film is now." And and that's it. It's like literally, and he just and he have it's intercut between when it's not him fighting a big animatronic, it's him like just cleaning this like horribly, you know, disgusting place. It's <laughs> really quite, dingy place. Really dingy, but it's also really satisfying to watch him clean it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> when you see when when you see things come up really nice, like, like oh yeah, that's quite you know those those videos you get on like YouTube, where it's like yeah, the most satisfying thing to watch. Is that uh, plus the fact that he's then killing these evil things, which is also very satisfying in a different way. So, so ironically, I've actually really gotten into like those um like car detailing videos okay, in the last yeah. sort of month or so. Yeah. 
And one of my buddies was like, you should watch it, man. It's like really relaxing. And I was like, no, no. And then I put one on whilst I was talking to him. And I was like, oh, this is really, this is really nice. Just have one in the background. Yeah. And then, yeah, now I'm a little bit addicted to him. So, yeah. um, Dukes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's kind of it. And then, then obviously you get the, the real sort of plot or where they go, because they can't just have a, a monosyllabic, you know, that doesn't even speak character and then there'd be no plot. So they do try and shoot on a bit of a plot in there with yeah. the kids. And that's where you find out the whole mystery, or not the mystery, but the, well, yeah, the backstory, backstory and the, the why this came to be, how it came to be, you know. And we learn that obviously this is like a scam. These guys run on everyone who comes through town and they're trying to feed these the, these monsters to stop them from pla- preying on the townsfolk, essentially. Yeah. Um, and they made a deal with the devil. And it's just like, but none of them thought to just kill the fucking things. <laughs> like that's no. like... <laughs> no, and that's, that's one thing that um, I was like, oh, so nobody thought to smash to them. them. Yeah. But then I was like, then I thought, Oh, maybe they have. And like it was one of those things where like I think I thought about it more than a lot of people involved in it. Oh yeah. Um, but then I was like, actually, if everyone they've taken in there so far has been killed, then there wouldn't be anyone to try it. Like they would have all been killed trying, sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, there are points in which this film and you're like, oh, this this could be you know, taking this up a little bit seriously. No. And then you realize, and then you're like, oh, it's just schlocky horror. No. Stabby Absolutely. punch. Yeah. Vibe. I think like the perfect example is when, yeah, they, they sort of, they break down the whole backstory. Like the kids break in str- and like, again, the kids are going in there because they want to save Nick Cage because they're that committed to saving him, which is like very noble, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even though they explain to him through the door and he just refuse, doesn't say a word and just keeps. He's got a job to do. Yeah. He's got a job to do. And so how does this help me do what I'm here to do, which is to clean up this place? Um, yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't. So bye. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they go in, they lay the whole thing out and say, right, yeah, there was the, the guy who originally owned this place was a, you know, a, one of the worst serial killers ever. And, they used to and then the he hired And he more. hired a bunch of like other depraved, like, sicko. The other most depraved, sicko serial killers. Yeah. Um, but then, and then, had... and then, and then they got caught. So yeah, spoilers, obviously. Yeah, spoilers um, from here on out. But we'll yeah. just say, um, if you've got any, like, just watch the trailer, and if that interests you in any way, it's worth watching. It's an hour and a half, and it's mental, and it's worth the the rental money to just to check it out. Um, if you can yeah. sign off on it, it's fucking silly. Watch it with a couple of beers. Yeah, it's really stupid. It's it knows exactly what it is, and it does it really well. Um, yeah. But that, that's all we'll say. Now, now let's get into spoilers. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. A serial killer employs more serial killers so they can go on this, like, group rampage yeah, in a very public and specific room. location that's very obviously gonna they're gonna get caught yeah but then they but, do, yeah then they so basically what happens is like they don't get away with it for long 
um, before they they're about to get discovered, and then they do a suicide pact and like all drink the Kool Aid, satanic a, ritual, a, a satanic ritual, and then therefore their souls then get bonded to the animatronics and they live on in the animatronics, and that's yeah. the premise of the movie basically. But that's what I love is that. So yeah, like you say, you, you think that it's starting to maybe possibly take itself seriously because you're talking about these like depraved like kid killers, and you're like, oh right, they are proper bad guys then, and you, you know, start thinking, well, that's not funny. Killing kids isn't funny, but then like almost. But then you after, see them kill the kids, and you're like, that is funny. That is quite funny. Um, but then also, yeah, you get that like the flashback of them like doing it in the um in the super happy fun room and then like the next scene is when you get the the stereotypical teenagers sneak off halfway through a dangerous life or death situation to have a shag and then and then get killed in a horrible way because you're in a horror movie of course you're gonna get killed and it's like oh yeah it follows all the conventions of like a slasher slash horror movie exactly is everything you've thought of? It's the the unrequited love from the one of the guys who's like chasing after the girl, and that's his motivation for going and putting himself yeah. in stupid situations. It's the the couple who are just horny and don't give a shit, and then they yeah. end up get, they end up obviously getting brutally murdered. It's the yeah, you know, it's every single cliche you've ever thought of, and it's fine with that. It's like it's like yeah. it's it doesn't to need to be anything else because no. it's just because it's and honestly because it's Nick Cage selling it. It's fine. Yeah. If it were anyone else, yeah, that's, I that's don't what know. I was gonna ask you is like if it yeah, does this only work because it's Nick Cage? Like if you were yeah. to say you make the whole film and you like you just switch out Nick Cage for like, I don't know, Carl Urban. Yeah, I don't think it would have worked. No. No, because it's got it's like there's the the cult of Cage, isn't there, really? Yeah. Like that we are firmly within. Yeah. But it's it's this sort of self-aware understanding of it. And like he acts in a Nicolas Cage way. Yeah. He performs in a Nicolas Cage way. All the things that you would expect him to do. Yeah. All the cageisms he does. Yeah. Uh, but just like the fact that, yeah. It's... But then they make him, then they make it, but they make him silent completely. I just love the um yeah like when he first rolls up into town and like and um live the the main sort of protagonist other protagonist if you like leader of the teens sees him for the first time and they just have this stare down and she just goes oh my god Nicholas Cage looks fucking mental this guy looks insane <laughs> like she doesn't like they never say anything to you obviously she keeps talking to him and t- telling him the plot and he doesn't care and obviously no. at the very end of the film they drive off together and like I don't know about you. I want a Netflix series. Uh, well, uh, no. as of as of um, no Jan- January twenty twenty one, they've announced there is going to be a sequel. <gasps> yes. Oh my god! Yeah. I did not know this. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I need that because, like, I want yeah him going from town to town and coming across these fucking weird, um, <laughs> um, you know, otherworldly things and just dealing with it. He still never says a word. He still drinks punch, which I yeah. and then you find out at the, at the very end of like oh, I was going to have it that as a series. The big twist at the end is that there's some like bureau for paranormal investigation or whatever who sent out a bunch of like Nick Cage types into the world <laughs> armed with nothing but punch uh, juice. Um, nothing with nothing but punch and punches. Yeah, that's it. So because he never eats, 
we never see him eat. He just he get to, has his punch juice. It's very important to him. It's the one thing he takes out of his car, and then he uses it at the end as a weapon to kill fucking to kill Willie. Willie is very important. I feel like there's a whole team of these out there somewhere who are just these. They're almost like robots. They just they just operate purely off punch juice, and they go around <laughs> killing, kicking ass, and destroying the evil in the world. <laughs> Brilliant. And like, yeah, if you didn't need to do the sort of an anti-Drew investigation side of things, you've got Liv as his sidekick next to him. You can do the actual talking, and he's just there to kick some ass. Yeah. But perfect. You do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so down for a sequel. I want a whole series. <laughs> yeah. it's And, like, it may still have Cage in it because he's a producer. Yeah. So he's a producer on it. He was involved in it. It was pushed to him. So that he could, um, yeah, it was pitched to him, I think, or it came. He came across it and agreed to be uh, to come on board. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and it's just like so. It was um, in terms of sort of the way it looks and stuff. So it was directed by a guy called Kevin Lewis. I've never really seen. I've got a list of his like random shit that he's he's directed. Okay, the Drop, the Method, Malibu Springs. Never heard of that. Like, Wait, the drop is that the one with James Gandolfini and Tom Hardy? No, no, no. Two thousand six, the drop with John Savage and Sean Young. Something yeah. completely different. So yeah, nothing you've ever heard of before. But it was like, yeah, is this oversaturated? And I think like he was overusing stuff like lens flare and like just this ridiculous yeah. amount of just like. But I, that's the style of the movie. That's it exactly fits what this is. So it's fine. Um, and then the other the other thing to mention, yeah, it's the the music. Um, who's the guy who did the music? Because I love that it's the the main song is like one of my favourite things. But like he also wrote all the jingles for the um, for the animatronics as well. Uh, <laughs> um, one just, thing, it's, it's just a like a yeah, emo i e m o i is literally the way you spell it. Um, so yeah, he, and I assume that he's some sort of like um, artist or DJ or whatever. But he did all the music. Okay. And you can find the soundtrack album on um, Spotify, and it's just synthy eighties craziness, and it's fucking brilliant. So yeah, I will say this film does actually kind of owe a lot to Mandy. Okay. Yeah. So um, Mandy was two thousand eighteen, I think. Yeah, a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's amazing. It's this like hyper surreal, um, uh, heavy metal esque horror action film, and it's like all really weird, and it all feels like you're on drugs whilst you're sort of watching it. Not in the same way that this is. They're two very different drugs. Like if yeah. this is. Um, you know, that's very, like, Mandy is very strong acid, whereas this is, um, you know, a nice MDMA trip. Yeah. But, um, you, know, you know, it's a nice night with your mates having a laugh and doing and saying silly things. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, again, it stars Nicolas Cage in this really bizarre sort of role of the super violent guy who gets driven to it although in the in mandy he gets driven to it in a different way in this he's doing it because it's his job 
Yeah, it's his job. But he's more, what I love as well is that he's more invested. The job doesn't really matter to him so much. The one thing that he does seem to really care about is the pinball game. Oh yeah, he gets very into the pinball game, and like, and that's his like. So the big like victorious scene at the end where he's dancing and getting the the high score in the pinball game. Um, that's like he takes more joy in that than he does in actually defeating the evil in the town and saving the day. That's what that's what he's all about. That's all he cares about. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I I love it. I thought it seems mental and brilliant. Um, and like the creature designs are really cool and convincing. They're not like over the top, like gory or anything like that, but they just they do like some effective things with them and like um, have fun with the scenarios. Like yeah, the one where the, the guy comes at him in the bathroom stall, the monk, the monkey, and hides, and he goes down all the different bathroom stalls. And like we've seen, we know exactly what's going to happen here, but it's still fun. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. like, we've we've all we've seen. But there this. are no surprises in no, this film. Not in the slightest. No. Um, and yeah, I like the um, the fact that the sheriff is in on it. That was cool, and she's great as well. I mean, sometimes I don't, I doubt her commitment to sparkle motion. Yeah, um, and I feel like she just <laughs> needs to get off the bus. But apart from that, um, <laughs> as she played by, it's uh, Betty Grant is the name of the actor. And if those of you don't know, so she was in yeah, Donnie Darko and Speed are two of the things you'll recognise her from. Um, but she's yeah. uh, she's been sort of a working character actor, but she does a good job. Um, and everyone else is just a, yeah they thought we were all yokels because yeah they they picked a bunch of yokels out of central casting um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah <clears throat> yeah it's um yeah I don't think we really need to say too much more like it is just ludicrous it's silly it's fun it's over the top it's loud yeah I think I it's think Nicolas Cage smashing things yeah and it's much more accessible and fun than, say, the last time we re- reviewed a Cage film was The Colour Out of Space, which oh, is yeah. a lot sort of heavier and not. it's just not as fun, whereas this is fun. This is just, mm. it, it's unabashedly, you look at the poster, you watch the trailer, anything about it, you know, you know exactly, it sells itself perfectly. Um, and if yeah. it appeals to you in any way, then definitely get into it because it's worth it. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, and it's really good. Now, I, I'm <laughs> excited to see if they do another one. Um, they are. Well, yeah, I just, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll believe when it happens these days. Do you know yeah. what I mean? When things get announced, I don't believe anything until I'm actually sat there watching it. Then I'll believe it's real. Good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'd be great if they did. Or like I say, I would love it for it to be a TV series. I think it'd be great if it's a week, you know, every week they go to a different town and just deal with something like Scooby Doo esque. But really, really <laughs> and like, you know, with Nick Cage, just it'd be so good. Rather than like a corridor runaway yeah. scene, it's Nicolas Cage on a a energy drink can in a sack, smashing yeah. rampage. Yeah, perfect. So like, yeah, one week you go somewhere. Oh, they've got vampires. Okay, I'll deal with the vampires. And next week you go somewhere. And yeah. How are you going to deal with the vampires? Well, this, the, uh, I'm just going to beat him to death with a can of energy drink. Yeah, or like he one like, in each hand. Yeah, one in each hand. Turn them into boxing gloves, and yeah. <laughs> and that's it. But like, it'll be yeah. Liv has to do all the investigation, figure out that there is vampires and all the rest of it. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Plot, plot, plot. Like, you know, the, the episodes don't need to be longer than forty-five minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, what they don't even need to be that long. It needs to be like fifteen minutes of her doing investigation. And then as she she comes in and she's like, I know what to do. And he's like, already there with the corpses. <laughs> and she's like, oh. 
yeah it's like when the, when the kids come in in this when they go wait a minute weren't there eight of them before and just they just look over and there's just a pile of bodies on the side and he just looks at Nick Cage and goes oh that's badass <laughs> that, that's it that's it that's like the, that sums up the whole his function in the movie right there he just turns up there used to be more of these guys and then Nick Cage turned up now there are less of them yeah like <laughs> that's all you need to Perfect. know <laughs> yeah um, yeah so check it out if you've got any sort of if you if you like Nick Cage and you like lunacy <laughs> then check it out um, it's, it's, a, it's a good one it's a fun one um, yeah there's a few things out that we are trying to get hold of and watch at the moment. Um, I'm aware there are a couple of things out that are out on HBO Max in the US that haven't made it over here yet, which is frustrating because they look good. So it's um, the little things, um, and then also Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, oh yeah, so like both like Oscar sort of level movies, and you can get like there's a lot of buzz about them online because they're available in the states, but we can't get them over here because oh. for some reason HBO just doesn't want our money. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't understand it. Um, so there is that. There are other things that have come out on Netflix um, that we could potentially cover. Um, but if you guys got any suggestions for things that you want us to cover, please let us know because we are we are scratching around, as you yeah. can probably tell, um, and trying to keep everything going. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate it. Um, and let us know if you watch this or you've got any other recommendations. You can get in touch with us at beyondcastpod at gmail is the email address you can tweet us you can um respond to us on uh, instagram and on facebook you can follow us and you can message us on there um and yeah that's it yeah so i said all the stuff did i say all the stuff you said all the things you said the end cap you know did the preamble yep. we did the sign off yep we did the episode we watched we the, the film episode. we watched the, I, th- I think we're done i think we're done here i think that's it i think, I think that's it i think, that it? I think it's over I think I think it's over. <laughs> and then the, the, the fucking fairy. <laughs> oh yeah. We're visiting Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly that actually, yeah. What's the what was your favorite or the work or the creepiest of the animatronics? Um The Ostrich. The Ostrich was kind of fucked, yeah. I, because that was the first one you saw as well. Um I don't yeah. know. I don't, yeah, the fairy freaked me out. I didn't like the fairy. Yeah. Well, the so the fairy for me was slightly ruined by the fact that it was clearly just uh, clearly a woman in a hat. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like because it was close to being a person. That's why yeah. I didn't like it. It was too. The rest of them were giant, like furry monsters. <laughs> like. Yeah, I think the um... <laughs> really like the alligator. Yeah, the gate was great. Oh, what, what were they? Uh, um, is it the turtle who was Spanish? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why? why? Tito why? the toy. Tito the toido. <laughs> Ow, my balls! <laughs> <laughs> in Spanish, and as they're driving away, he's still there. Oh, mamma mia, or whatever he says. And just <laughs> yeah. like they just, oh, and like he's the last one to go down, like in the broad daylight, just walking, oh, like, walking down great. the street, and everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> It's fucking mental. I love this. That one. was fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. We wrapped it up. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Yep. Bye. Bye. I honestly think that he might have cost them the same amount as Freebird. <laughs>
given that he didn't have any speaking lines, I think that might have balanced out. Like, he's a producer, so he may well have, like, uh, well, for free. Yeah, it sounds like the kind of thing he would do. Actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still got to pay that tax bill, I guess, but tax. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that Nicolas Cage makes loads of shit. Uh, we'll do it on the recording. 